Hi, welcome back to The Pillars. I'm Sergeant Joe. And I'm Tech Sergeant Jacqueline. And we want to talk about resiliency today, the buzzword for many years now. So we know that resiliency is this huge word that's encompassing anything and everything to have to do with the four pillars, your personal wellness, it could be social, spiritual, uh, but we think there's some misconception. Yeah, sometimes when people hear resiliency, I think they think, first of all, it's just a buzzword, but maybe they can't find a way to apply resiliency to their lives. Yeah, and well, what I hear is that, you know, resiliency is this concept that is kind of this long-term marathon that we're running, right? And yeah. we have to survive it daily. And I think what we need to realize is that it's not about surviving whatever you're going through, but really, what's the term, like enduring? Enduring or thriving. And thriving in it, yeah, right? <laughs> How can you thrive and not just survive? How can you get to a point where you are not just going through the motions, but rather practicing resiliency, mm -hmm. practicing self-care? Mm -hmm. And so the article that we were looking at today uh, talked about how when you have this period of high stress, there has to be a recovery period, just like when we work out, right? right? We do this intense workout, you have to have a recovery period. But a lot of us don't realize that being resilient isn't just this like state of mind we need to stay in, it's this idea that you have higher stress mm -hmm. and then you have a recovery period. But if you're not taking that recovery period, then you're not really gonna maintain resilience because you're gonna hit burnout. And right. once you hit burnout, we all know what that is. That is the big, I'm done, not doing this, not motivated, not sleeping, having health issues, you know, insomnia, stress, back pain, headaches. Like It affects your relationships. Affects, oh yeah. It affects your work life, mm -hmm. your social life. Yeah. It affects everything when you get to the point of burnout. Yeah, and so it actually suggests that whatever high period of stress that you're going through, your recovery should take equal if not more time to recover. So if you think about having a really long stressful day, I mean we're talking an 8 to 10 to 12 to 14 hour shift, right. we're talking you need that minimum back, um, which is hard to find time, True. I'm not going to lie, you know. Yep. Especially if every day is a race, right? Every day seems to be that marathon. Right. So I think, I mean, you can take it in bits. 30 minutes of resilience, mm -hmm. 30 minutes of meditation, 30 minutes at the gym. There's a lot of things that you can do. Sure, you might not be able to take 14 hours and practice mm -hmm. resilience for 14 hours. But if you just take a 30-minute hot bath with some bath salt or something mm -hmm. rather than thinking, okay, tomorrow my boss is going to give me 14 hours to practice my mm -hmm. resilience. That might not yeah. be realistic, but... Well, I know a lot of guys out there that would love that bubble bath idea, yeah. so... <laughs> but we have a weekend coming yeah. up soon. Yeah. But, but weekends are a good opportunity to take advantage of practicing some resilience mm -hmm. and giving, your, giving yourself some of that time back from working... Well, and I love, I love what you said there where it's like finding that time, right? And it really is key. Obviously, we can't just lay in bed all weekend. Some people do, but that's not the recovery, right? Laying in bed, not moving your body right. is not going to recover you from any type of high-stress work week, right? It may feel good because you're not moving and you're like zoning out or shutting down. That's just surviving. That's still survival <laughs> mode until you have to get out of bed and feed yourself or go to the bathroom, right? 
creating that daily routine where you find that time, you know, waking up 15 minutes earlier and doing some type of gratitude or meditation or just putting positive music on mm -hmm. um, or even any music that you enjoy. It doesn't necessarily have to be positive. Um, but it just has to be something that you feel motivated and you're in rejuvenating yourself and then you can roll into you know your day and then you find pockets throughout the day mm -hmm. you know are we taking 15 minute breaks throughout the day do we get up and stretch do we walk around do we take a lunch or do you eat at your desk all hunched over in mm -hmm. sadness and darkness <laughs> right yeah, in some of these skipped areas um, you know are we stepping outside to you know get some sunshine take some fresh air um, these are things that we can build in. And then, yeah, when you get home, how are you shifting mentally from leaving work at work to then engaging with your family or your personal life, your social life? You know, how are you reintegrating like into that world? Mm -hmm. Yeah, also hobbies. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's a good time if, you, if someone is feeling like they don't have any way to practice resilience or self-care, it's a good opportunity to come up with a hobby, mm -hmm. find something new that you like. Yeah, and I know for like when you have children, finding mm -hmm. that time can even be more difficult because the second you get home, you put on that parent mm -hmm. hat, you know, and they're hungry, they want your attention, you know, and the house is dirty. And so you have all these things that need to get done. And so it's hard sometimes to have that transition and not just zone out. Um, but I know for me, when I looked at hobbies, like what can I do? that will work for me, but also get the kids involved. And so they love to color. I wasn't necessarily wanting to color what they were coloring, but going out and picking a few of those like adult coloring yeah. books or just anything that interested me, we sit and we color and we talk. And to me, that, that time was so valuable that we can almost tell like when we don't color, we're like, we need to get the coloring books That's really back good. out. That's really good. Yeah. A really great idea. Sometimes, admittedly, I put my kid down to bed a little bit early yeah. just so I can have a few extra. I mean, it's not mm -hmm. like two hours early, but 15 <laughs> minutes early. Mm -hmm. She'll be okay to go to bed 15 yeah. minutes early for me to get an extra 15 minutes yeah. you know, of time to myself. Yeah, and yeah. I, I just find, especially when this weather hopefully starts warming up a little more, stops raining maybe, um, going outside with the kids mm -hmm. is a lot of fun. And, and my husband, you know, he, he comes and goes being in the Navy quite often. And so we can't really rely on him to always be around for that other parental side where you can just high five and like check out, right? Like <laughs> you like tag in, <laughs> tag you're out, it. right? Yeah. And so sometimes with the kids, it just gets this point where you're just like single parenting it so often. You're like, what, what else can I bring mm -hmm. into this? And so getting outside, you know, getting them out and active, um, putting the phone down, I know helps mm -hmm. a lot, you know, turning the ringer on to vibrate and just whatever, you know, deals. Disconnecting. Yeah, I mean, we're in the world of screen, mm -hmm. right? Our phones are always readily accessible. Yeah, managing expectations, you know, mm -hmm. especially when you're under this idea that, and I, we see this in our job, every email we get is like, fire, fire, right. fire, and True. I don't know how you have so many fires and the place didn't burn down yet, like, you know, it's like <laughs> everything can't be a priority or an emergency, we have, to ha we have to have a way of gauging what's really important and what's maybe not so much important. And we have to do that in our lives too, you know, like, there's been several times where I look at the dishes and I'm just like, not important. Like, I'm going to go, you know, do something with the kids. And True. 
we'll just have to do these dishes later. But if everything is a constant fire, you know, like feeling like you need to get so much of the stuff done, you're just overextending mm -hmm. yourself, which leads right into that burnout. Burnout, right. And yeah. burnout is not fun to try to come back from because that takes even longer. Oh, yeah. yeah, and talk to leadership. You know, let them know, like, hey, this has been a difficult week and I'm not feeling it 100%. Mm -hmm. I, I don't need time off of work, but, you know, I'm feeling a little sluggish. So if I could get any type of you know, accommodation to mm -hmm. that, you know, a little, little just space to, mm -hmm. you know, and then I'm going to bring it back next week and I'll right. let, I'll keep you updated. I would rather have my troop tell me that than for me to consistently maybe find things that he's not doing mm -hmm. or something and then jumping to conclusions right. and then getting all over him. He just may be experiencing, yeah, yeah, some fatigue. But I think it's good to just, you know, continue doing what you're doing. If you're progressing well, keep it up and you know, it, it's a struggle sometimes. So hang in there. Um, hopefully this was helpful and you guys can come up with a few things to add into your daily routine to help you continue this idea of resilience um, in more of a mindset that's not so much this long marathon. Structure. Yeah. Have your highs and lows and it's okay if you're experiencing a low. Well, thank you for listening to The Pillars. I'm Sergeant Johanna. And I'm Tech Sergeant Jacqueline. And we will see you next time. Thank you.